0: Welcome to The Habit Queen! My name is Anya Perry, I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life – your health, wellness and mindset – so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin!
1: Hey and welcome back to the newest episode of The Habit Queen. I hope your year is off to a great start. As you can see from the title of this episode, I wanna talk about stress because I believe after 2020 revealed so many things about us to us it's time it's never actually late to talk about stress because i think that it's an integral part of our lives and you can prove me wrong and you can tell me stress is bad for you and yes it is bad for you but there are things about stress that i've discovered in the last decade or so that absolutely transformed how i think how i talk and how i react respond to stress and let me preface this with a story About nine years ago, my friend Michael, my host family, he hosted and provided room and board to me when I just moved to the United States, actually 11 years ago. And I was taking 19 credits at a community college, then I moved to a private school, and I was under a lot of pressure because I had to somehow learn and manage and get all the good grades to get the best job ever that will provide me a visa to stay in the united states because it was really hard and also it was not a good year when i graduated from college it was really hard to find a job but by then i met my husband We fell in love and got married so that issue was solved but i was extremely stressed in college i started the a- startup company, I want a nationwide competition, so all of those things and getting those good grades when you're not a native speaker, it was hard, okay, I was a musician for most of my life, and when I came to college, I decided to study business, and that was a big change, and I lived in a state of worry, I lived in the state of being driven by the fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of loss, I've Felt lonely, I felt um, disjointed in many ways. I had massive anxiety, I shared before in the podcast. If you're less new to listening to me, you'll probably hear this story many times. And I had terrible habits that didn't support me and they induced more negative repercussions in my mental and physical health. I was eating sugar, I was drinking coffee by gallons probably. So back then, my friend Michael would ask me this question. Don't you think all of your stress is self-inflicted? And I would be like, no, the school is stressing me out. The grades are stressing me out. My future is stressing me out. Being lonely and not uh, enjoying the dating scene is stressing me out. So things like that were my answers. Well, Michael passed away four years ago. This month is going to be four years ago. And you know how people leave you and they have such a big imprint on your heart you come back to the things they said before because they you value them more, you cherish them more, you reconsider. I'm looking at my life right now. I had probably three or four quite stressful events in the last two months or so. And I know that stuff happens, but I am not responding to any stressors acutely. And if I do, it's usually the matter of minutes before it was the matter of weeks of being preoccupied, living in that agony and feeling the pain and worry and regurgitation of the thoughts around the question that stressed me or the circumstance that stressed me. So now I'll give you an example. My mom and dad got COVID at the beginning of January and my mom and dad are not in the good health. Dad, even worse, so a smoker with 50 years of experience, he is not in the best shape. And as you know, COVID affects your lungs more than anything and areas of your body that are susceptible to damage. That was stressful for me. And it was stressful for a few hours that really rush in your blood feeling of, you know, sharp, acute stress. I can't find a better word. And I then I realized there is nothing in my control there. And I talked about this on the other podcast episode about you controlling thoughts that you can control and so you can't control certain things in life obviously you have to let go but when someone tells you hey stop stressing about things you can't control okay I find it that's a band-aid solution and it's not as simple so I wanted to come here and answer this question and kind of dissect it a little bit more and maybe give you a different insight it's not going to be as actionable step-by-step episode but I wanted to share how I became less stressed about things in life. So now I operate from a neutral almost closer to a stoicism stoic state where I produce less emotions about negative emotions or worrisome circles around the issue I don't allow myself go there so I stopped helicoptering my stress and it sort of dissolved because it stopped getting my attention and would give attention to something of course it grows and exaggerates and blooms and I have a question for you I want you to think about it beyond the Once you stop listening, or maybe right away, maybe you need to pause. What is your MO when it comes to stress? What is your modus operandi when it comes to stress? That's the key. That's the key to the issue. Because problems will occur, okay? Life will throw curveballs and challenges at you. And you need them to grow. And yes, I will agree, losing someone to cancer, or losing someone you love, or losing... A pet and losing friendship and there's so much grief, losing opportunities can be really, really, really hard. I'm not gonna deny that. But I'm talking more about lively life stressors, right? Financial stressors, relationship stressors, kids are stressing you out, dogs are stressing you out, your boss is stressing you out, or you're on your boss and you're stressing yourself out. So if you're an agonizing over stress, you're ruminating over it and over and over, you're creating meta stress. Are you a meta stressor? We need to talk if you are. In fact, I think I mentioned this example because I have such a beautiful and funny and sometimes not funny to another person example of how two different people can respond to stress in two different ways. For example, when something stressful happens, my husband gets, he's not aggressive, but he gets more into that solution state. He doesn't respond to stress in a positive manner. None of us do. But he also is more acute in terms of emotions. And when stress happens to me, if it's a minor-ish stress, I laugh nervously. So if I fall and I hit myself, I will laugh first. If something happens to someone, I will laugh first. And it sometimes it's ridiculous, but I've noticed this is like not because I want to, not because I'm laughing at something. It's because my first response is this, Giggle, like nervous giggle. And that's why we can look at one situation. I brought an example before someone is cutting you on the road, uh, cutting you off on the road, or someone is being rude to you at a store. You can shake it off and shrug it off and laugh it off, or you can take it personally. And that's another thing. We take stress so personally. So what I think you can learn, and what I can learn as well, that there are things you can't control and there are things you can't. And control is a big deal. I was so controlling for a big chunk of my life, I feel like I was devastated when the weather wasn't what it's supposed to be or predicted to be. And controlling can be so demanding, it's draining and it's ungratifying. And I have this exercise I share frequently that you can take a sheet of paper and draw a vertical line in the middle. On the left side, you'll write things that you can't control, and on the, on the right side, things you can't. And you fill those columns until you can't fill them out anymore. And the left side is going to have more items because you are in control of many more things your thoughts, your actions, your breathing, your attitude, your food, your movement, your sleep, your gratitude, your vision, your dreams, your reactions, that can go on forever. And of course you can't control the government, the economy, other people's opinions that possibly can influence you, the weather, the traffic, the past and the future. Or you can't affect someone, you can't control someone's happiness either. And not only control is important, but I think the values that we our personal values are important that's how we set boundaries because i used to not have any boundaries around my personal values i allowed people to step over me and be rude and disrespectful and in my previous relationships i was not happy because i allowed people to use me if it ever happened to you you probably know what i'm talking about that annoying feeling And it's painful. So if you know your personal values, you set boundaries. And if you don't know your personal values, I highly recommend going through Brene Brown's book because she has those values listed on the page. It's so convenient. Or you can look them up on the internet and just identify them. And you set boundaries around them. You just don't waste your energy on what's not important to you. You don't allow others or circumstances to drain you. And that's the biggest shift, one of the biggest shifts that I've experienced. I don't allow others to drain me or use me, use my energy or sap on my values. So you basically live in a, in a bubble and just handle stress from a very calm perspective. And you know you can handle all of it as much as you're given. And that's what I think we're never given more than we can handle, and another thing that helped me so much, the third thing that helped me so much, and do not act from the state of stress. Do not take action. I'm an action taker, okay? It's very easy for me just like, there is a problem. I'm going to be looking for a solution. It's my personality. But I encourage you not to act from the state of stress, not to respond to the stressor right away, because stressor is separately from what you're experiencing. That can be anything but how you respond that's what matters address the str- how you respond to stress not the stressor sometimes that's the first step sometimes it's yes addressing the stressor it depends i found the system that helps me manage it physically and emotionally i'm hosting a training in the facebook group tomorrow to talk about it how you can actually manage it better because it's not gonna go away okay so To sum this whole thing up about stress, I think yes, most stress is self-inflicted. There are other things that trickle in that amplify stress, like your own fears. Perfectionism, if you're a type A and if you have any other OCD tendencies, they kick in and they can be hard to deal with. And of course, before I wrap this episode up, it's really is short and sweet to the point today i want to give you a possible solution before i wrap things up i would encourage you to look into your stressors and identify them see what actually causes you a lot of friction and a lot of negative emotions and rumination because when you're not bothered by things someone telling you something is not going to ruin your day things not going your way not going to ruin your day affect your week it's not going to cause you feeling completely exhausted and drained from overthinking. So most of the things that happen to us are small potatoes. One of my mentors say, say, says this about potatoes and I love potatoes. So most of them are small potatoes. They don't matter much. If you have bigger potatoes in your life, and most of us do, you just need to learn how to manage your response to stress via expectations management, via physical release of your inner pressure cooker, and via emotional self-control. That, if you can master that, you're golden. You can do anything in life without getting sick, without wasting a ton of time, without wasting other people's energy, and without feeling negative and miserable in your body. I hope this was helpful, and if you are listening from your phone, I would really appreciate it if you screenshotted the episode, tag me on social. On Instagram, I'm anya.perry, it's A N Y A. P E R R Y, dot P-E-R-R-Y, and I would love to hear what you think, and as well as if you enjoyed the episode, please leave me a review. I always appreciate reading them and finding that the episode was helpful for you, so I can create more content for you, more episodes that will improve your habit queen status in the making. I'll talk to you next week and I hope you have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyapierry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you! Have a wonderful day!